I'm Arya Schwartz, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. I'm very excited for this episode as we continue our series of going in-depth on each team in the league. This episode, we welcome to the show Nia Simone to chat all things Atlanta Dream. If you like our show, please consider joining our Patreon community, patreon.com backslash Winsider. For less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. And don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content at winsider.com. That's winsider.com. And remember, downloading the episode makes our stats look better, your listening experience better, and allows us to continue doing this important work. Nia, Welcome to the show. So happy, so excited to get you going on this one and chat Atlanta Dream with you. How are you and what are you up to? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. I've been on calls all day, so uh, I am excited for this one. I know this is such a fun day. We're winding down a couple of days left um, of the WNBA season, so I'm excited. Uh, but no, overall, a great day. How are you? I'm I'm good. Hearing you say like we you've been on calls all day just makes me think Obviously, you know, everyone during COVID has been on Zoom calls and, oh, yeah. and whatever. But like, I haven't even looked at my phone bill during COVID. And like, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever used this many minutes. Like, I'm a texter, right? Like, I'm not yeah. a caller. But during COVID, yeah. you become both, right? And yeah. now it's just like, wow, I must have just logged an insane amount of minutes. Sorry for that rambling. Before we get going, please share with everybody, share with the billions of billions of listeners, uh, where they can, you know, hear your thoughts, where they can see your work. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It is at Nia on Air. Um, I am an Atlanta Dream Insider reporter uh, for 92.9 The Games, which is our local uh, sports radio show here in Atlanta. It's the number one sports radio show here in Atlanta. Um, so I am talking all things women's college basketball and WNBA. And again, I am just excited to bring some Atlanta Dream news to you guys. No, that's amazing. I'm I'm happy to see that people who are passionate and care are getting opportunities, not just, you know, podcasts, whatever, but like real opportunities. And Absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hype you up a little bit. You also have a show with yeah. Nike, so not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna plug that a little bit give, give a little plug <laughs> oh, sorry Come on. i didn't know okay 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 uh so i am the host of nike's new series called come through where i sit down with game-changing black women um so far we have two episodes out we are uh in the mix of shooting episode three but you guys can check out episode one and two available now on youtube and the nike app uh episode one actually features the asia wilson and it was such a fun and amazing show so definitely check that out and i also um host my own podcast with my co-host my amazing co-host uh, it's called in the clutch podcast with me and malik um we talk everything sports and culture of course WNBA, nba nfl all that good stuff. So definitely check us out. And um, I believe those are my shows. Oh, I am a part-time talent with uh, Overtime Women's Basketball as well. So make sure you tune in every Tuesday and Friday with the Hot Clock Girl Gang. We drop all the latest women's sport and women's basketball news. And it's so fun. How do you have time? <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. And I mean this with the most respect. <laughs> Hearing you list all of that, I'm just like, there's not enough hours in the day to get all of that done. <laughs> 
props to you. So much yeah. respect. You can't see me. If I had a cap, I'd be like doing a very, you know, out there hat tip to you. Um, Thank you. Wow. Okay. I'm now I'm completely off my rocker, <laughs> like completely shook. I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, Atlanta Dream. All right. Let's talk about Atlanta Dream. Yeah. How are you feeling about this team? Give me some updates. What's been going on during training camp? Uh, kind of what your takeaways are, because I know you've uh, you've been in the know. Yeah, wow. It it has been an interesting two weeks. Uh, it's been a roller coaster, of course. Um, you know, from this team, I feel like it is such a new, it's a new era for the Atlanta dream. You know, of course, last year, um, the team was just trying to get acclimated from the different changes. Uh, Angel McCartry has gone, um, you know, of course, being in the bubble, a lot of different changes needed to be made, um, you know, within the team, uh, within the organization. And I mean, so many moves from, you know, on the court and off the court have been made. And I had the absolute honor to come and cover uh, the preseason game um, here in Atlanta. And I saw so many great things from this team. Um, again, it's it's a new era. Like, it's so different. Um, you know, I always talk about my life growing up. You know, I was a I started out as a ball kid for the Atlanta Dream growing up. And no, that you know, is so cool. It's amazing. And now and now you're covering them, isn't it? I love it. All right, continue. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's always just been my passion, my goal. Um, you know, shout out to LaChina Robinson because she was actually um the person who I was so inspired by to wanting yes. to cover the dream. Um, so just to have that inside and have that that opportunity um to now be able to cover the team. Um, I've, I've been around the organization since it came to Atlanta in 2008. I was in elementary school. I was in fourth or fifth grade, I believe. And my mom, I remember coming in my room and she was so excited. She's like, we're getting the women's team. We're getting a women's team. And I didn't understand because I was like, well, we go to Georgia Tech games all the time. But we were getting like, a what WNBA are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we were getting a WNBA team. And um, it has been just incredible to just be here now. I'm on the other side covering the team and just watching things unfold um, and, and just going back to, you know, what I saw, you know, going to this preseason game, it just, it felt like a, a new awakening, a new era for this team. You have so many new people added, so many new faces. Um, I guess I'll start off with uh, just my input of seeing the leadership and the role of Odyssey Sims. It should never go unnoticed. Um, and when you have a young player coming in like Ari McDonald, Kennedy Carter, of course, is still super, super young. You know, having that mentorship between her and Courtney Williams leading these young guards, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. And then you have your addition of Cheyenne Parker down low. You have Monique Billings. Of course, we have Elizabeth Williams coming back. And, you know, um, we're waiting for Tiffany, you know. So it, it's going to be a really, really fun season. I think that this is going to be the new era of the Atlanta dream, um, you know, because of course in the wobble, they struggled uh, with injuries and COVID and, you know, just a lot of ups and downs, but no, I think that this is going to be a fun season for this team. And I'm so excited. I'm going to go way back and, and, and mm -hmm. echo what you said about LaChina just because, I mean, she's the goat. I yeah, can't, yeah, I'd is. be, I'd be remiss and a liar if I didn't say that her podcast inspired me to start this podcast. So just going to drop that in there because I don't think anybody really knows that. So might as well drop a little yeah. tidbit there. But hearing <laughs> you talk about Odyssey Sims in that way, I've seen the videos on social media. I've heard some of the players talk about it. 
And it's, yeah. it's really funny because when you look at her career, you know, the recent career uh, mm -hmm. of L.A. and then Minnesota, mm -hmm. you know, she was on teams where she didn't necessarily have to fill that role. So I think yeah. a lot of people forget of her ability to be a leader in that way and how much of an important that th aspect that can be for these young players. But I can't lie if I'm not thinking of like some hilarious, hilarious sitcom of Courtney Williams and Odyssey Sims as like the parents of them, you know, try, you know, playing a little good parent, bad parent. Mm -hmm. This parent's going to give you extra breakfast. This parent's going to give you extra cookies. This parent's going to be hard with the rules. I'm just so curious to see who fits into which role because they both have that aspect of like fun, loving, whatever. But they also both have that aspect of like buckle down. It's time to work. Yeah. 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 Very, absolutely. Very excited for this team. So I, I got a few follow up questions. This sure. team. I think it would be an understatement to say this team has some personalities, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you think they're meshing? I Like, maybe this is like a ridiculous thing to ask, but I'm curious, like, there's a lot of big personalities. And I don't think that's like, maybe some people automatically view that as a negative. I don't like, yeah. honestly, and, and we'll get to why I think their personalities are so amazing. But how do you think, you know, having all these personalities are meshing with this team? Yeah, I mean, you have you have so many people, you know, you have, you know, from what it seems like to me, Aries, very reserved, very quiet, you know, very poised. Um, I think that each of these women on this team, they they have unique and amazing personalities. And um, of course, you have a lot of people who are, you know, veterans and have been in the game for a while, have, you know, won championships or have played with, um, you know, championship contender teams or whoever. Um, and, and so many people are coming in with different experiences. And I think that is kind of what mellows it out is, you know, everybody can kind of back it up. They can say, well, I've done this, I've done that, but how can I teach this person or how can I teach this player or how can I mentor this player or mm -hmm. give some advice to this player about what it's like to experience certain things? Because I, I feel like everybody here has experienced something with one of their teams, you know, or college or mm -hmm. whoever. So bringing in all those different experiences and just kind of putting it all in one um, and having to stick together, I don't think necessarily it'll be a problem with big personalities or anything like that. I think that there will be some type of mutual respect for everyone and that everybody can learn from each person on this roster. Yeah, and I, I hope you're right. Uh, real quick, how's Courtney looking? Because I know last season obviously hampered with covid um, mm -hmm. obviously the bubble and everything like that. There was definitely times last season where it just, she just didn't have that same energy and spark or I don't want to say energy or spark, but it was clear that at certain times her body wasn't at in, in, in game shape. And, and I mean that like conditioning wise, like there was just, you're, you, we're all used to seeing Courtney Williams run laps around other players mm -hmm. in, in, in the field. Um, how, how's she looking? Is she feeling better? Is there been any concern about that? I haven't heard any concern. I, I think for Good Courtney time. right now, it's just more of her getting adjusted, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, coming from Connecticut, um, you know, having such an incredible career there and then, you know, being traded to Atlanta. And then, of course, during the time, you know, last year, I don't think anybody was really themselves, you know, physically, mm -hmm. spiritually, emotionally or anything of that sort. So I do feel as though that we will see a different side of Courtney, the Courtney that we all know uh, this upcoming season, because now she can get comfortable. She can figure out what works for her. She can get in her groove. 
um, and, you know, really get into the system. You know, I think that's the big thing is everybody getting adjusted to the system. And now um, with the coaching change and um, so much has happened again in the past two weeks, you know, I know it's probably thrown everybody off, but this is a time as a team where you come together and you guys stick together and, you know, you help each other. Yeah. And that's the perfect segue. I mean, how I, I obviously I think if you're an Atlanta Dream fan, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you're not an Atlanta Dream fan, you're trying to get some intel on the opponent. Um, but obviously, Nikki Collin moves on to Baylor. What was it like a week ago? Uh, we're recording this on the 13th. The season starts tomorrow. Um, and it was like a week and a half ago. How how did the team react to that? And how do you think that alters, you know, the media's expectations for this team and the team's expectations for this team. Yeah, wow. Um, I think that the team was just as shocked as everyone else, you know. Um, it was so crazy because we were just on a Zoom call with her earlier that day, okay? So I remember getting off the Zoom. It was around 2 in the afternoon or so. Um, and then from there that evening, I was getting ready to go to a Hawks game. And I remember a friend of mine, um, who's a beat reporter in LA had, you know, text me and said, um, did you see the news? Like Nikki Cullen is going to Baylor. And I'm like, what? So, um, of course, just by the series of tweets, um, it took a lot of players by surprise. I think it took a lot of this entire organization by surprise because nobody was expecting that. And, um, I think in a way it is may have contributed to throwing some things off, throwing off, um, you know, now the system, because, you know, you have Mike Peterson coming in and um, he necessarily, he's already said that he does not, uh, he's not interested in being the head coach, the next head coach. So um, that's going to be interesting as, you know, just the season goes on of who do we think is going to be next, uh, the next head coach for the Atlanta dream. But um I, I think that everyone was just as surprised as uh, the fans and the media. Um, so now it's more of like, you know, as the media, how are we going to um, be able to steal? Hmm, what is the word that I'm looking for? How are we still going to be able to have the mindset that we've had going in, like we've all expected Nikki Collin to be here, but now, okay, she's not here anymore. So it kind of changes the whole perspective because different coaches have different expectations for their team. Mm -hmm. And so now we have to adjust to Mike's system. What does Mike like? You know, does Mike like to run small? Does he like to play small? Does he like to play big? We're learning as we go. So it'll be interesting to see how these first three to four games um go because now we're under a whole new system. It seems like everybody has to adjust, not only the players, but media, uh, staff, whoever. Um, but I would expect, you know, he would still make sure that each and everyone, um, you know, feels as though that, you know, everybody's a part of the system and um, that they are still having their common goal and it's to win a championship. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this team and this roster. By the way, Mike just seems like a goofy cool guy i've been yeah. i've been like watching him from afar for this sounds mm -hmm. so creepy but like watching him you know you're sitting in the media and you're watching the teams warm up and mm -hmm. i'm just watching this guy's like he i don't know if he's as tall as he looks but he looks freaking tall and he's like yeah. running around with the players putting up shots goofing around. like he seems like a down-to-earth relatable hilarious guy 
that I would enjoy to like have a beer with or something. I don't know if he yeah. actually is, but then like seeing what was his windmill line. He had some great line about, you know, some people build walls to stop the wind or something. Other people mm-hmm. been wi- build windmills to make money or like get power and grow off of the wind. We're in the windmill business. I really like yeah. that it, old school, <laughs> but I like it. Um, yeah. Let's talk about this roster. It's pretty much set. Yeah. Some news has come out. Um, as we record this, we expect that uh, certain news will follow up the news that has come out. So I'm just going to break it down real quick, run through this roster of uh, who we got. And I'm convinced that I'm missing one player. So uh, I'm going to challenge you to try to point out who I missed. I apologize because <laughs> <laughs> I have 12 players uh, listed, but I know that it's actually 13. Ooh. All right. So let's run it down. Courtney Williams, Cheyenne Parker, Shakina Strickland, Tiana Hawkins, Tiffany Hayes, uh, who has an asterisk next to her name, and I'll explain why in a moment. Elizabeth Williams, Odyssey Sims, Ari McDonald, Monique Billings, Kennedy Carter, sorry I didn't put her earlier, Kalani Brown, and Crystal Bradford. Um, and now I'm completely blanking on who I missed. 11, 12, huh, okay, that is 12. That brings them to 12. I guess my math was off. Um, but there was news that came out that Kalani Brown was being waived, um, which in my mind was kind of a shocker. But uh, I have now heard that she will not be waived and she is going to be on the team. Tiffany Hayes joins later on. Mm-hmm. Are there anybody? I mean, I obviously like I was talking to you before we hit hit record on this, like Crystal Brad- Bradford is a player who was drafted a while ago. I think mm-hmm. you said it was 2015. I apologize if, if we're off a year or two. Um, she's an amazing story. I believe she was drafted to L.A. She hasn't really been able to stick on a team. You know, she's been signed, quote unquote, for training camps maybe once, maybe twice. Um, but just has never been able to truly like stick in a WNBA team. I've actually seen her play overseas and have been really big on the hype train for her for the past few years after watching her. She's a nice size person. She can score the bucket. She's a tenacious defender. And she's just like that type of player you want on your team. Is there anybody else on this roster who's really stood out to you that you're excited to see play uh, this coming season? Yeah, I know. I, I told you earlier, um, Odyssey Sims, of course, just going back to Odyssey, um, just her leadership role, I, I feel as though, and, and you had said it earlier, you know, just about the, her journey and what she's been on. And um, I, I think that this is the moment for Odyssey to really just have her team and to be able to use her experience and her veteranship to, you know, help mentor players like Aerie and Kennedy and um, I'm just, I'm excited. I had the opportunity, like I said earlier, to go to, uh, the first preseason game and just to see her combo with, you know, her and Cheyenne Parker are just, they're dangerous, you know, Cheyenne on that pick and roll, um, you know, Odyssey dropping down the ball to her on the, on the, um, at the high post. Like, I mean, between those two, I'm the most excited about because it feels like those were the missing pieces that this team needed, you know, um, you had the experience, you had some talented players, but now it's about that leadership role in every single position. And I feel as though that Atlanta has it now. And so uh, Odyssey and Cheyenne were a great pickup and they fit in so well um, to this team. Hey, I agree. I'm, 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 you know, as somebody who's based in DC these days, seeing Tiana Hawkins, explode onto the scene over the past few years she's a player i'm excited to see how she fits into the system um Mm -hmm. and see what she can do and obviously i'm excited to see the videos of her kid because 
that dude is adorable. He's um, so cute. <laughs> right? Oh, man. But also, I'm very sad for him because I know that at least he used to be obsessed with Elena Deladon, and now oh, he's yeah. not going to see her as much. So <laughs> heartbreaking, I know. Let's yeah. talk about, you know, let's dive into the nitty gritty. I always uh, offer the honored guest. If you want to go first, feel free to go first. If you don't want to go first, feel free to pass it over. We're going to talk weakness first. What do you think the weakness is of this team this season? Rebounding. The dream last, um, the last, last season, the last on the list um, in statistics and rebounding. Um, I do feel as though, and again, just, the preseason game, um, going back to the preseason and what I did see so far, um, it's it's just you have those players that can get in and rebound. I'm not understanding why, you know, we finished last. I mean, they finished last um, in rebounds, but that is the dream's weakness right now is, is rebounds for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, if you're not getting rebounds, the other team's getting second chances. If they're yeah. getting offensive rebounds, you're not, you know, you're not stopping them and you're not getting second chances. Um, I look to and and by the way, uh, if you don't know, I love to play devil's advocate for myself. So sometimes oh. I'll say something that immediately dispute myself on it, like defense, mm-hmm. defense. When I look at this, I'm scared of the size of the backcourt of this team. But then mm-hmm. I flip it and I look at Odyssey Sims, a tenacious defender, um, mm-hmm. You know, we can't count out Courtney Williams, uh, Aaron McDonald. I think I saw yeah. a quote about her wanting to get some uh, all defensive honors. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited about the speed that they had. And so often defense comes from effort and willingness to put your body on the line. So I think it's, it's going to show a lot to me of where they put the intensity. Um, and I'll be completely honest. Part of the reason why I say defense is because. Nikki's not there anymore. You know, yeah. she was a, a a coach who I almost said player. She was a coach uh, who when she came to Atlanta, we saw a shift in that team. She was also a coach. I really enjoyed interviewing because she would mm-hmm. like go on these rants and just explain how to beat every team in the league. Yeah. You know, obviously it doesn't always work, but like what is the game plan to beat these teams, um, right. which I just always really appreciate the candidness of it. But so like defense is that thing that I don't think we can, it, we would, I like that you went specific with rebounding and I'm going a little bit broader with defense, but I look at defense just because on the other side of the coin is offense and offensively, I think you would be, excuse my language, a moron to be sitting here saying you're going to question the offensibility of this Atlanta dreams roster. I mean, it, they're a scary, scary team, but let's talk about like strength of this team. Who do you think the strength is? What do you think the strength is? Ah, strength. I would have to say between the ability to defend the ball or ability to create space. Mm. Um, We talked about defense. Um, I love that the guards, the guards love to harass, you know, their opponents on defense. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, going back to what I saw, um, you know, Aerie does an amazing job of playing in the passing lane. Um, did I also say speed, speed, speed as well. They're very, very fast. A very quick team, very quick team. Um, you have people like uh, Kennedy and, and Odyssey and I mean, Cheyenne can get up and down the court. Um, of course, Elizabeth, Monique Billings. I mean, you have so many quick people, but I would say their ability to defend the ball. You have a lot of people on this squad that can defend. Now it's just about making sure that you transform 
that defensive stop into getting that offensive or defensive rebound so that your opponent doesn't get it, you know? But um, I would just say have their ability to defend the ball and to create space for sure and speed. I have speed in all caps, speed and attitude. I mean, when, and, and the reason I say attitude is such a strength of this team is because when you have the attitude that you can do anything, Yep. And you have the ability of this team. You can do anything. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, a lot of people are counting this team down. Power ranking wise, where they finish at the end. I think it's going to be a tough season for them just in regards of like you lose your coach so close before the season. Right. And then you still have these young players that you're trying to grow. And you're, you know, Nikki was really trying to mold this team into the team that she wanted. When she came in, it was much more of a kind of patch job where, we, you know, I can't, it was a little bit late. We can't fully, you know, remake the roster. Now this roster is starting to take form to the vision of uh, Chris Sanko and Nikki. And so for me, it's just like the attitude of this team is such a strength when you have players like Courtney Williams, Kennedy Carter, Ari McDonald. I mean, yeah, she, she's respectful. She's kind. She's not out there, but you see her on the court. She's a different mm-hmm. person. I mean, that oh, yeah. attitude, that confidence is through the roof and the speed. I would not, you couldn't pay me enough money to run with this team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, nope. Just flat out. No, no, no. I'm I'm just going to go sit on the sideline. I'm just going to sub myself out because I would not be able to go up and down the floor with these people. I mean, it is incredible, like, to see how fast all of these guards and bigs on this team, like, I would hate to play against them and, you know, you see Aerie pushing up the ball or Kennedy Carter or Courtney Williams pushing up the ball like you're doomed. I don't want to date you, but how, like, if you were the ball girl right now, how angry would you be chasing all over the players? Oh, man. Oh, man. I would be very upset. But, I mean, you know, the kid in me would be like, well, you know, nobody else is doing this. But I would probably be livid. You know, man, right. rebounding those balls were something else. I would really be breaking a sweat out there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Well, let's talk about ceiling and floor of this team. Mm-hmm. I always say that, you know, every, we can always shatter through the ceiling, right? But realistically, yeah. kind of what's a realistic expectation for this team? Like, I'll, I'll go first in this because sometimes I go a hot take and then I don't want to, like, put you in. I want you to be able to rail me back in or mm-hmm. push me out. Um this team can make the playoffs. That, oh, yeah. That's not a question in my mind when you look at this, right? So I'm not going to say that making the playoffs is the ceiling for this team. If everything yeah. goes right, they're making the playoffs, right? Yep. The yep. hard part for me is the seeding, right? Because when, it, when at least in my simplistic mind, it's, okay, well, what's the ceiling? The seeding of the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, what seed are you in? Are you getting the bye? You're not getting by. For me, it's just hard for me to see them getting past the seventh seed. And mm. I, that's that's not a knock towards the team. That's just me saying they have a lot of young pieces that need to grow. And I don't think that there's a realistic expectation of this team making that these pl- each individual players making that leap. That's not a knock to them. I just think it's going to be hard to, you know, jump the Chicago sky, the Phoenix Mercury, the Seattle's, the the D.C., the Lynx, uh, the Aces in this. I mean, just named five teams that are easily in championship contention in my mind. Um, so I think that's going to be hard. And then the floor is, I wouldn't even say the floor is is like, all right, fine. Yeah, the floor is not making the playoffs. Obviously, fine. We've been there the past two years. <laughs> but 
the floor to me isn't even bottom of bottom of of the rankings, right? Like the floor to me is you're looking at in my mind at least they're looking at at worst 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 being a 10 seed. More realistically, I think I see them in that 7 to 9 seed where they're still mm-hmm. on that bubble and and I fully expect the 7 uh, the 7 to 9 position and even 10 position, sorry, 7 to 11 position, my apologies, getting confusing here with numbers. Um <laughs> is going to be so contentious. So like it's going to go into multiple tiebreakers is what I'm trying to say. Uh, what do you think the ceiling and floor is for this team? Oh, man, you know, and you, you, you hit the, you hit the, you hit it on the head because you know, they are a young team. Absolutely. You're correct. Um, what I think is so u- unique about the Atlanta dream again, is just, um, to see how they're going to put it all together, I think, mm-hmm. um, because you have so many different pieces. You have so many, you know, veteranships, so many people with different experiences. And they know, like, you know, you have Tiana Hawkins, who knows what it takes to get a championship. You know, you have Tiffany Hayes coming back once again. Um, Elizabeth Williams, Monique Billings, you know, they've been here with these veterans. And then you're adding the two additional pieces with Cheyenne Parker and Odyssey Sims. And so, you know... The thing about it is, is that if they can take it game by game, it's going to be a tough season because everybody is stacked this season. This is the first time that I felt like in a long time that it was such a balance, you know, within the league. Um, And it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And they have to stay healthy. They have to stay focused. Um, And I think what may be the setback, again, is just the inconvenience of losing your coach a week before the season starts, you know? So everybody's kind of thrown off. It's like really starting all the way over again, you know? Um, The dream has been under so many different changes this year, let alone, you know, from ownerships to now coaching to, you know, um, off-season changes within the team. Um, So I could could somewhat agree with you, but I'm going to give them at least six. I'm going to give them six. I'm going to give them six. I like it. Hey, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I like to go first so you can rail me in or push me out, oh, yeah. whatever oh, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about key player, though. I say key player is the person who kind of moves between the mm-hmm. two, right? Yeah. Do you want to go first or should I go first? You can go first. I'm going Tiffany Hayes, the most yeah. under one of the most underrated, if not most underrated player oh, yeah. in the WNBA right now. Um, yeah. What she has been able to do throughout her career I don't know if it's the team's lack of success at times. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. being in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know why that would even be a reason. I don't know what it is. But the media and the people, the talking heads, do not talk enough about Tiffany Hayes. Yeah. She has it all. You know, yeah. all right, the, the biggest critique is maybe her, her shooting percentage from deep could go up a little bit. Yeah, okay. So what? She's a winner. What like she carries this team. She is going to be a leader of this team. And I think the real question is going to be much more so how can she mesh into this team coming in late? How is she going to, you know, fit with them uh in this situation where it is a little bit different uh than a normal WNBA season? I'm curious who you're pointing out as the key player. No, I agree with you. I was gonna say Tiffany as well. Oh, um, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany is so fun to watch. I don't think people really, really understand how fun she is. 
Um, Tiffany is a tough player. She is not afraid to drive in. She's a very physical player. Um, she's not afraid to get in the lane. She can knock down key shots. Um, and just her now finding again, her identity and her role on this team, you know, she is the leader, you know, she, um, I know I was talking about on the podcast with a friend of mine the other day about, you know, who's going to be the face of the Atlanta dream, this franchise now, you know, we Mm -hmm. haven't, we're still trying to recover from losing angel, you know? Um, But Tiffany is, is one of those players that, again, I agree with you. She's not talked about enough and she's not appreciated enough because the things that she's done um, since the moment she's got on this team till now to see her growth. um, It's very hard to come across players who is willing to basically run through a wall for their team. That's how I look at Tiffany because um, she is, she's tough. She is physical. Um, and, and I just, wow. I, I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Well, not only would she run through the wall, she would knock down the wall. I think that, that's that she's that type of player. And get um, right back up. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. I mean, oh man, there's been some times where I've watched her take a hit on the court and I'm just like, yeah. there's no way she, she's going to be down and she pops right back. Like right you can't mm-hmm. stop her, right? Mm-hmm. She, you might stop her on that one drive. She's yeah. going to do something else the next time. Like she just has so many, so many tricks in her bag of tricks. That's yeah. not the saying it's somewhere around. The, I don't know. I was close enough. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I agree with you. And I appreciate you for taking the time and joining me. Uh, for this episode, remind everyone, I'm not going to force you to like lose all your breath in listing all the billions of things that you're doing. Tell everyone where they can see you on Twitter so they can keep up to date on the a million shows, a million <laughs> different things that you're doing. Uh, please, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, again, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Nia on air. Um, I will pretty much be at every single game this season. Except for the 27th, I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled, so everybody pay for pay for Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Uh, but other than that, I mean, again, um, I tweet all things dreams, all things women's college basketball. I truly, truly enjoy, and I'm so passionate about women's basketball. Um, so, yes, uh, also follow our station at 92.9 The Game on Twitter. Uh, I will, again, be doing all the live tweets, the updates, and bringing you all Atlanta Dream news this season. Appreciate you so much. And now let me remind all of our listeners, Winsider is your one-stop shop for all your WNBA news and conversation. We can't do without your help. Become a subscriber at patreon.com backslash Winsider. For just a few dollars a month, you can help grow the game.